your Locked On Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome into another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Hey, hockey fans, you need more hockey news? Locked On NHL is here to fill the gap. It's our daily podcast on everything happening throughout the NHL. You can subscribe and listen every day for a quick look at the biggest stories and game recaps happening every day. Subscribe to Locked On NHL today wherever you get podcasts. On today's episode of Locked On Wild, we are talking social media with Aaron Lowry, and we will get into just what it takes to create a bit that fans love and how to quickly turn content into social media all of that coming up here today. My name is Seth Topol, host of Lockdown Wild, a veteran of over 10 years of Minnesota sports coverage, including the last couple of seasons exclusively covering your Minnesota Wild. And I bring in our uh, very special guest, Aaron Lauer. You may know her better as at MN Wild, the one who is pulling the strings behind uh, many of the Minnesota Wild's social media accounts. Uh, Aaron, welcome to Lockdown Wild. Glad to have you on. How are things going? Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm good. I'm just kind of hanging in the off season right now and uh, excited to talk about social media in the wild. First question for you. Do you want me when I when I get this episode put out there and promote it? Do you want me to use all caps or? I would love that. I feel like that's very (laughs) on brand. So um, the more all caps, the better. Right. Caps lock all the things. So I love it. (laughs) Um, I'm honestly this is an area I'm really intrigued about. So I've got some um, I'm not going to call them hard hitting questions, but I, I do have a genuine curiosity in just how one goes about trying to best interact with fans over um, multiple mediums, multiple different types of social media, game day, all that stuff. So we'll cover a lot of ground here today. But first, just want to get for listeners who maybe aren't familiar with you are more familiar, of course, with the Wilds uh, Twitter account. Um, Just just tell us a little bit about kind of how you got to the opportunity to be doing this for the Minnesota Wilds. Sure. Yeah, I um, so I grew up in Minnesota. I'm originally from uh, Bloomington. Um, I went to school at the U of M. Um, I'm a golfer. Go Gophers. Um, I studied uh, communication and media studies um, at the U. And um, while I was there, I uh, randomly kind of stumbled upon an internship with the Minnesota Twins, which um, I always knew I wanted to work in social media and kind of manage a brand page. But um, after kind of um, going through that year-long internship, I was like, wow, this is something that I would really like to do full-time as a job if possible. Um, so when my internship was coming to a close with the Twins, I um, kind of on a whim applied for a job in Florida with the Tampa Bay Rays um, to be their digital marketing coordinator. Um, and from there I moved, I got the job and I moved down there. I was there for two years, um, kind of in a really different market. I learned a lot about just myself and kind of social media management and, um, digital marketing. So that was, um, a really great experience for me, but, um, right around the time that my second season was wrapping up, I, um, had a friend send me a job posting for the Minnesota wild. And it was a social media manager type role. Um, which is something I wanted to grow into. And I applied and got the job and I moved, I think it was like two weeks from when I applied to when I, um, I uh, ended up moving. So it was a really quick, um, uh, really quick 
you know, turnover for me. So, sure. um, and then I've been with the wild now since September of 2019. So, um, started off the season really, really fast. And I had like four days before the first game. So it was a whirlwind experience, but I'm really, um, really happy to be here with the wild. Outstanding. Um, now with social media, it's a constant, ever evolving, never, never slowing down type of, uh, of medium. And so, a lot of people, I think, assume it's just this like eight to five or, or something along those lines type of, of desk job. And I, I would imagine you are, you know, plugged in, for lack of a better term, pretty much at all times, just trying to make sure that if something comes out related to the team, that you can flip it in very quick, uh, in, in very quick order uh, to try to get uh, things out there to the fans. Yeah, that's accurate. I, I would say it's probably more of a 24 seven job. Um, I, yeah, I, I've had a couple of really great tweets come to me at random times of the night. Um, you know, thinking about, um, you know, even, you know, nine to five, our games are obviously at night, so it's yep. you know, nine to midnight sometimes. So, um, yeah, but social media happens, um, you know, you never know kind of when a trend is going to happen. And so, um, just personally, I kind of keep, track of you know things that are happening on social media and just always think about how things could potentially work for the wild and kind of be on brand for us and keep us relevant and funny um and in people's feeds when things are kind of going quote-unquote viral um with with trends do you have do you have an order i mean we're geez we're up to we got tiktok instagram twitter facebook snapchat youtube do you have an order that you go in or is it more so just having to take an item of news and try to figure out like at that moment, which platforms it works for and which it doesn't. Yeah. That's a lot of the strategy that I do. Um, being, uh, the wild brand voice is kind of where does this news make sense to share? Um, and kind of which audience needs to kind of consume this information depending on what it is. So whether that's a TikTok trend on, um, that we could use as a reel on Instagram or, whether it's kind of a, you know, more specific, like a job posting that's LinkedIn um, and then kind of our um, bigger newsworthy things go on more than one channel just to make sure that our audience is aware and make sure that we are going back to wild.com. So um, yeah, we definitely keep an eye on um, what our audience um, looks like, kind of age, gender, all that, um, and kind of figure out what message we need to kind of send to which group of people. So um, the, obviously like big news signings that kind of goes a little bit of everywhere just to make sure that our fans are aware of kind of the bigger news, but, um, some of those specific messages are tailored to a certain audience, which, um, varies from channel to channel. As somebody who is not on TikTok, and I don't really intend to, to get there anytime soon, would you recommend it? Is that something that, uh, that somebody who is a member of uh, wild media? And I, I like to think a lot of wild media is pretty, is pretty with it. Um, in a lot of social media areas, but, um, I don't know. I just, I haven't made that leap yet. I'm thinking about it, but maybe you can, uh, maybe you can be the one to sway me to finally join TikTok. Um, I would say that TikTok is definitely our fastest growing platform right now, just because we have so much, um, so much to grow in that space. Um, it is a little bit hard because you think about how, um, how these trends could relate to something in, in a brand voice. And sometimes it's hard to make that connection. Um, I personally am on TikTok a lot just because <laughs> I find it really helpful with, you know, 
tips and whatnot that I find in my For You page. But um, I think that most media, I mean, that Instagram is where the players are. And so that's where a lot of kind of people um, consume a lot of player content. So um, I try to provide some more behind the scenes um, content on TikTok just because we're kind of the first ones um, in our general media team in that space. So okay. um, we're competing against like the Dallas Stars, kind of um, the Canes do it really well. I think the um, the Red Wings are like the top of the league somehow. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, I think it's definitely a place that will probably grow as, um, you know, social media teams evolve. But um, yeah, I, I understand the kind of slowness to partake in TikTok because <laughs> it is kind of a hole like once you get in there it's really hard to get out <laughs> yeah and it just honestly it just seems a little overwhelming to me like i i don't know remember i think the account that i saw a video for on twitter was like aqua tuba and they were throwing down just these just amazing beats and then they had somebody playing a tuba to like bring it to the next level and so at that point i'm like okay <laughs> i could uh, i could follow this a little more but uh, shocker that shocker that the Dallas stars, uh, because they couldn't get Jason Roberts in the Calder that they're still trying to compete with the wild for superiority in something. Yeah. Sorry about that. Dallas stars. If you're listening, <laughs> they, yeah, they'll never get over it. Uh, tell you what, we're going to take uh, a short pause. When we come back, we'll talk about how to take trends, uh, and make the fans love them more with Aaron Lowry next here on locked on wild. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning? Like, is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? Who knows? And why wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? RockAuto.com is a family business, serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. They have everything you could possibly need from brake parts to tail lamps to motor oil and even new carpet. So go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Make sure to write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. All at rockauto.com. Continuing our discussion with Aaron Lowry, the uh, social media expert for the Minnesota Wilds. At MN Wild, of course, the uh, official account for the Minnesota Wild. If it's tweeting, Aaron is the one who is taking care of it. I want to just talk about some of the uh, the bits from this year that... Uh, that really seem to resonate with fans and just maybe some of the inspiration for them or, or what you thought um, about the response from fans. Of course, Caps Lock, Caps Lock Engaged. Um, I had a lot of fun with that one myself, and I, a lot of other people did. I mean, those guys over at, uh, at 10,000 Takes, just a riot. I, it seemed like a pretty easy one to do, but uh, I, I'm sure you were impressed by just how much fans started getting into that as the season wore on. Yeah, I truly didn't think it was going to take on a life of its own. But um, after I did it once, it just kind of stuck and people really seemed to like it. So um, I even went so far as to mock up a shirt. So you can get that right now at the Hockey Lodge if you want a Caps Lock shirt. Um, the kind of idea behind it was, you know, you see across the league when something really exciting happens, it's usually in Caps Lock. So 
Um, I think just kind of adding to, you know, the excitement of something happening in your feed, like, oh, the next thing the wild tweet's going to probably be a good thing because caps lock <laughs> coming out. So um, that's kind of like the inspiration. It was just kind of adding, um, kind of building on the, the excitement that was already kind of starting to happen. Because for sure, a lot of times I was seeing the, you know, the action happened before it was actually on broadcast this year. So I was like, I give people a heads up, like, Oh, stay tuned. Things are, things are happening. So kind of helped with in the broadcast world too. Yeah. Uh, just a quick segue. I wanted to ask you about that too, because obviously dealing with COVID-19 and a lot of broadcast teams, and that was an area that I really kind of took a look at because it's just it's fascinating how broadcast teams can be doing games while not at the arena like you guys weren't going to road games during COVID at all either were you um I was I was in the bubble this year um there were three three or four of us on the content side that were um in the bubble and we um we were at every game we had our own suite um just watching the game but um, yeah, we were on the, we were in the team bubble, whereas, um, most of the broadcast team was out of the team bubble. Sure. Um, yeah, I, it's just, it's amazing to me how, how much technology has advanced that, uh, mm-hmm. that we can do that where, you know, you always assumed that like, if you're doing a game for TV, like you're there, but, yep. um, not the case anymore. No, nope. yeah. there, there were a lot of, um, a lot of uh, new things that teams had to experience this year with um, TV trucks and um, feeds and world feeds and, and talent having to, you know, learn kind of a new way to call a game. So um, I applaud them. That was really, really hard. I was one of the few people that saw most games live um, for the majority of the year this year. And I, I felt really lucky to be able um, to share kind of that behind the scenes content all year with our fans. Which, you know, social media becomes that much more important because nobody's able to go you got to You got to have, you got to have those caps lock tweets. You got to have those Sturm <laughs> warning tweets too. That was another one uh, yes. this year. Um, did you, did you have a chance to talk to Nico about that? Or, or was that one that just kind of came up organically throughout the year? I'm going to share some insider info. A lot of the stuff that comes from uh, the, the funny, the funny little names around the guys, it comes from the team. Like okay. it usually comes from Matt Dumba. He's the one that really, yeah, he's the one that's, you know, kind of hyping the guys up in the in the locker room before they run out and he's got nicknames for everybody and he just he just yells them out and he says it in the same order every time and so um Sturm warning was one that I heard um actually Marcus Felino say, but I think Matt Dumbo made it up. So a lot of those nicknames are I'm hearing from the guys actually saying to each other and that's why it's it's helpful for me to be around the team for that reason. Um and another just quick kind of follow-up to that. Now you don't have to you don't have to, well, in the Twitter world, it would be adding somebody. You don't have to add anybody in particular, but I would imagine a lot of the players are, are getting into where they like to be involved in the social media side of things. Did you did you find that there were any that were just kind of like, nah, I, I don't want to be part of this? Yes. Okay. Yeah. There's always going to be people who don't like social media, and um, that's totally fine. I try to share, you know, good things about every, every, every member of the team, no matter if they want to be partaking it or not. Um, by the end of the year, I, this year, I kind of have figured out like who likes to reshare Instagram stories, who likes to reshare, you know, um, you know, feed posts to their story, who, who's commenting, who's, you know, liking photos. So, um, it's just kind of trying to find that balance just because, um, 
there are guys like Ryan Suter who he has a social media presence, but he kind of doesn't, you know, doesn't do a ton, but he, a little bit here and there. Sure. Um, and there's guys like Brian Hartman who that's, he loves social media. He, you know, reshares things, comments, likes, all of it. So it's just finding kind of that balance and um, kind of being a resource for the guys when they, when they do want help with social. So that's another part of my job. The guys from, uh, guys from 10,000 takes, just getting a, a couple of just plugs here today. Um, the Benito, the Benino bit. We oh, got to yeah. talk about Benino, 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 because <laughs> you know that is that is 10K takes immortality, and it actually crossed over to the point where you know you saw guys on the team like with the Benino shirts, mm-hmm. um, and so that shows too that you know it, it doesn't always have to come from the team. Like there are bits that that can be generated from outside, you know, just within the uh, the Minnesota media landscape that just absolutely catch fire and are great. Yeah, I um, I, I the 10K Take Boys are great. I think they're you know huge supporters of ours, which is awesome. Um, they told me um pretty early on that they were going to make a Benino shirt, and I was like, oh, I got I got to make sure I get one of those <laughs> to him, and so. Um, kind of with some some help from my friends on the inside, I was able to get a shirt, get it, get it to Nick. And um, I wish it would have been, you know, during when we were in the second round. But um, his post game media availability, they they kind of showed him the background. And um, I'm hoping to talk to Nick um, if if he resigns with Wild. Which again, no insider info. I have no idea. I just hope he does because I really like him as a guy. Um, but if he does, then I'm definitely going to be like, hey, Nick, like, just want to show you, like, this is where the shirt came from. Yeah, and for kind of, sure. Um, bridge the gap. So, um, but yeah, it's, uh, I think, you know, the influencers this year were really helpful. I, Dom is an, Dom at the Athletic is another one. Yes. Um, so, yeah, it was just kind of fun to engage with um, some different, some different voices this year, for sure. We will sneak in another quick pause, but we'll continue our chat with Aaron Lowry. Social Media 101. Coming up here on Locked on Wilds. It's time to take your sports betting to the next level with BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports action. Major League Baseball is at the all-star break, but there are still plenty of games and plenty of at-bats to keep track of down the stretch, and you can do all of that at BetOnline.ag. You can get all the latest news, odds, and info for all of your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, the NBA, the NHL, the NFL, and all of your favorite UFC and MMA action as well. So before the next pitch, head over to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as your favorite teams push through their seasons. So head to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code Locked On at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Final segment of our chat with Aaron Lowry, the social media guru of the Minnesota Wilds. And Aaron, we were talking about some of the bits that really hit for the uh, the Minnesota Wilds um, on social media this year. And this next question, you don't have to, if you don't have any that uh, that come up, just off the top of your head, I'm not trying to like, I'm not trying to single anything out, but what do you do if, if theoretically you throw something out on social media and it doesn't really get that big response that you're looking for? Like, do you just, do you just move on and kind of like sweep it aside or, or how, how do you handle that kind of a thing? Yeah, I definitely remember, um, 
kind of, I hit a little bit of a wall mid-year where I was trying to come up with ideas that were, like, just not really, like, I had, like, some memes that were just, like, kind of out of the blue and, and random, and I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna go back to what I know, stick with the normal stuff that you do, because people really like it, so um, I definitely think that it's the big thing about social media is trial and error, and so I, I definitely tested something out, and that didn't totally work, like, I remember, but I'm sure nobody else does, because they're probably like, oh, that was weird, like, whatever, <laughs> wild, let's keep on going so um but yeah I think it's definitely a lot of trial and error and a lot of testing to kind of figure out exactly what your fans are looking to consume what what does the offseason look like for you I mean there are no games so there's no like I'm Mm -hmm. at the arena from this time to this time I mean obviously a lot more events going on that uh that get coverage um whether it be various players charities or or other events with the team so uh what what does the offseason kind of look like through the uh the eyes of social media yeah um for us it's kind of always been a thing that most teams go a little bit quieter on their social strategy um until the cup's awarded so now that's um kind of past us we're now getting to the point of kind of figuring out um, what our what our off-season content looks like. Um, right now, we're, we have a couple of um, corporate partner activations that we're working on, but it's a lot of birthdays. It's a lot of events. Um, obviously, the big milestones that are coming up are the um, expansion draft, the um, NHL entry draft, and then free agency. Um, and then it'll be kind of state fair, and then we're getting right back into getting close to the season again. So um, there's a lot of, like, just celebrating birthdays in the summer, kind of. Um, we had a a goodbye Hobie today. So um, just, yeah, just kind of keeping things late in the summer until we really kick things back off again with the season. For sure. Um, are you a big fan of, well, obvi- of course, that's, that's such a dumb question. Like, of course I'm you're a fan of Evan Wild Pup. <laughs> all, yeah, that. And I was also going to ask you for your fan of the state fair, like, come on, oh, yes, who course. isn't? <laughs> oh man. Um, so yeah, as you mentioned that, uh, of course, a big event and you know, it's, it's fun to, I'm sure get the team involved in that as well. Like the, the big, the great Minnesota get together. Like you got to have something going on for the wild for that. I sure hope so. I haven't been privy yet to kind of our plans, but I'm hoping that we will, um, kind of get looped in on that pretty soon but yeah we have a couple of couple of big things coming up before that so we'll probably get looped into the state fair once um august rolls around are you a fan of the state fair what am i doing (laughs) here come on and yeah let's uh let's talk about at mn wild pup as well um i'm a huge i don't have a dog yet but i am hoping to get there um dogs are just the absolute best like what more do you say yeah they're the best I, I love my dog, Stella. She is my own at MN Wild Pup. But um, yeah, big fan of Hobie Breezer. Um, it was sad kind of saying goodbye to him today. He's off to um, go be with his new family, his battle buddy. Um, and so it was It was good to have him for this year, even though it was kind of weird. It was a nice little um, light thing to have and have um, the fans that were able to come to XL meet him. So yeah, it was a definitely a different season compared to what we had with Breezer. But um, yeah, it's, it's a fun account and kind of a nice way to interact with some of our, our fans that aren't necessarily wild fans, but more dog fans. For sure. Um, final one before we let you go, since I since I butchered it so badly. Um, <laughs> what's your go-to? Do you have a go-to like... I have to get this food item and I know they kind of change from year to year, but do you have like a go-to food item for the state fair? Um, I, my mom just asked me this the other day and I just always have the same routine that I go every single year. Like I 
go and get the same, you know, turkey sandwich and mini donuts and cheese curds. And um, I feel like the malts that are at the state fair are like the best Ooh. in the world too. So I, I, I really don't think I can pick an actual favorite. I just love having like my food routine when I go to the fair. Yeah. You know, that's, that's a great way to answer that question too. I, I have a lot of people who are like, sorry, I didn't give you like an actual answer, but <laughs> at the same time, like there's nothing better than like going to, and, and we have our, um, county fair coming up down where, where I live in Redwood Falls. And there's nothing better than going to those go-to spots and getting that again. Cause you only get that stuff once a year. Exactly. And so like getting that and being like, Oh yeah, this is just as good as I remember it is. It's, it's the best. Exactly. It's yeah. I'm really excited best. to the state fair. When I was in Florida, I missed it two years in a row and then COVID happened. So I missed it last year too. So I am super excited to get back. I have a feeling there's going to be a record turnout this year. And we say that every year, but I have a feeling this year is going to be absolutely insane. So for sure, should be a great time. Speaking of a great time, uh, this was a blast. Thank you, Aaron, for joining. And, um, it's, I, I usually give people an opportunity to like plug their socials, but obviously the, uh, I mean your personal one, you can, uh, can definitely plug, but, um, fans obviously need to just go to at MN wild and they can, uh, they can see what's, uh, what's the latest going on with the team. Definitely. Yeah. My personal is at Aaron Lowry, L O U G H R E Y with an underscore. So, um, first and foremost, make sure you follow in the wild always. But if you want to follow me, I, uh, post a lot about my dog and a lot of weird things that happen to me behind the scenes at work. So <laughs> that interests you. Oh, and also big time rush. <laughs> there we go. Aaron, thanks for the time. Uh, that'll wrap it up for today's episode of Locked on Wilds. Coming up tomorrow on Locked on Wild, we'll be joined by Dev of 10,000 Takes. And we're going to take a little bit of a deep dive into Marco Rossi, Kalen Addison, and Matt Boldy. So uh, a treat coming up on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Wild. Make sure to follow the show wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll have a brand new edition coming up tomorrow. You can find new episodes Locked on Wild Monday through Friday as parts of the Locked on Podcast Network.